Kate Rice with Monroe County Matters, and today I'm talking with John McHugh, Head of Corporate Communications for Quick Trip. Quick Trip is about so much more than $1.99 a pound butter. It's about fresh food. For instance, that milk you buy from Quick Trip, it came from a cow just down the road, possibly as recently as this morning, or within the past 24 or 48 hours. It's about addressing the problems of rural food deserts. It's about sharing 40% of the company's pre-tax profits with all of its employees. The owners get less than 5%. Hmm. Welcome to another version of the Wisconsin model. Let's start with talking about my mother and butter. Like so many women in Sparta, she has a freezer downstairs. It's a refrigerator-sized freezer, and it's just full of butter. One thing that I find so interesting about, first of all, Quick Trip is so ubiquitous, nobody even thinks about it. We just go there and shop. We don't even think about what the store is, where the stuff comes from. So we started out in Eau Claire in 1965. How many stores do you have now and what's your geographic spread? We have over 700 locations now and we operate in Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Iowa. Although in Iowa, we're referred to as Quick Star, not Quick Trip. The reason being is that there's another convenience store chain called Quick Trip, spelt with a Q, and they also exist in Iowa. So the problem is that on radio, you can't distinguish between Quick Trip with a Q and Quick Trip with a Q. Uh So we have an agreement with Quick Trip with a Q that in Iowa, we operate. Okay. That's funny. That's funny. Marketing. It all comes down to marketing. And what's your business model? Our business model is pretty simple. We believe that the average family does their major grocery shopping every two weeks at a big box retailer or a large grocery store. But in between those two weeks, you're going to run out of your basic commodities, things like milk, eggs, butter, bananas, things that you can't keep fresh for two weeks. And so our hope is that we would be your destination for those basic commodities between that major shopping experience. Now, for us, when we started this back in 2002 as our business model, we were struggling with these two ideas. First of all, freshness, because people traditionally would go into a gas station or a convenience store and look at that milk and say, I wonder how long that milk has been on that shelf. Uh, Our industry was not known for freshness. And secondly, unfortunately, back then, there was in our industry something called insult pricing. meant that we were convenient. We had it. You needed it. You were going to pay through the nose to get it. So we knew to beat this model, we had to beat everyone on freshness and also on price. Uh, and that's our model because we're vertically integrated. 80% of all the products inside a Quick Trip store, we actually make or produce ourselves here in the Cross. We have our own daily distribution to all of our stores. Every store gets a, a distribution at least once, sometimes twice a day, depending on volume. So that product, wow. they're fresh. Uh, and because we make it ourselves, there's no middleman. We cut out the middleman and right. put the savings along to our consumers. So what all do you own? We as Consumers just see the stores. And when I drive around Monroe County, and also I'm sure everybody in the tri-state area when they drive around, we see sometimes the signs for a quick trip farm. What all do you own and who are your partners? Actually, we have a 120-acre campus uh, here on the north side of La Crosse, and that's where all of our production facilities are. So we have our own dairy, our own commissary uh, that makes the pizzas, the sandwiches, and the salads, and the soups our own bakery that does all the sweet goods and also all the bread, even our own LP shed that fills the LP tanks that people use in grilling season. We have our own banana ripening here in La Crosse. A banana ripening 
facility. We, we sell over 12 semi-loads of bananas a week at Quick Trip in our 700 stores. Now, contrary to common uh, belief, we actually don't own any farms. Um, all the milk comes from farms uh, located within a 75-mile radius here of La Crosse. Uh, Wisconsin mm-hmm. and Minnesota. So it's independent farmers. Um, many of those belong to co-op and we get all the milk from the local farms. I'm also doing a bunch of stories about cooperatives in Wisconsin. And so I just wondered if cooperatives were going to come into your business model. So when I drive past a farm and I see that there are a sign that says, I forget what it says, that it's a Quick Trip partner or... or yeah, our, our milk goes to Quick Trip. That's all that sign says. Yep, exactly. They just sell directly to you. Are they selling through their cooperative or sometimes yes, sometimes no? Or A little bit of both. Okay, makes sense. So how many farmers did you say you, you work with? Uh, the number of farmers that, that adjust accordingly based off of volume. Okay. We actually increased the number of farms that we're drawing from this summer because milk consumption has gone up in, in COVID here in the Wisconsin area. Specifically, gallons of milk and half gallons have gone up pretty substantially uh, in the last couple of months. Why is that? Because people are just eating at home more. Eating at home more. Uh, and in the industry, actually, milk consumption has gone down because of uh, breakfast consumption has changed. Uh, most of us used to have cereal at home, obviously using a lot of milk. People are on the go more, so they're not having cereal and they're having breakfast sandwiches and those things. So now that people were at home for three months, milk consumption has gone up. Great. Well, I I drink a lot of milk every day and I put lots of half and half in my coffee. Then you said distribution is twice a day. That means you're making deliveries to your quick trip stores twice a day. So everything that's getting there, whether it's the sandwiches or the bread or the the milk, you were talking about how when I go into a quick trip and buy my gallon of milk, that milk could have been in the cow at 4 a.m. this morning. Can you just talk a little bit about that, please? Yeah, depending on volume, uh, every store automatically receives at least one shipment a day. Um, that's automatic okay. for at least one shipment. Some stores, depending on volume and product, may require more than that, uh, especially because our backroom coolers aren't large enough to handle all the milk that uh, goes through our store in the span of a day. But we really pride ourselves on that fresh delivery model so that the milk that's coming into our dairy at four or five this morning is processed right away. Uh, we actually make our own milk jugs here at the La Crosse campus. We have our own blow mold facility. So as soon as that milk jug is, is formed, the milk goes into it, the cap goes on, it gets shipped out to the stores. And we pride ourselves on the fact that it can go from the belly of the cow to the consumer in as little as 24 hours, no longer than 48 hours. And I love that because that's the whole close to the source model. And you've been doing that now since when? Um, actually, 2002 is when we got into the whole food businesses, commodities. When the dairy actually started back in 1981 in Caledonia, Minnesota. So we've had a lot of our vertical integrated components for many years. They were never to the volume that we now have today. Uh-huh. I love it because the close to this close to the source food movement is so huge, and everybody thinks, "Oh, it started in Italy." And actually, sounds like it started in Caledonia, or like you were one of the early adopters. I just love that. And and then, can you just explain the dollar ninety nine butter, please? How that works? <laughs> uh, we actually try to be very competitive on all your basic commodities. We try to beat the big box retailers by at least ten percent. So we have a lot of promotions, whether that's the $1.99 butter or the loaves of bread for 99 cents, a bananas mm-hmm. at 39 cents a pound, you know, three apples for $1.90. We really yeah. try to be competitive on all those commodities, not simply for the sake of competition, but also for the sake of our consumers. One of the things that we've heard over the years is that people say, well, I can't afford to eat fresh because it's expensive. 
Well, not if you have a quick trip in, in your backyard, because all those basic commodities, fresh commodities are very reasonably priced. And contrary to what a lot of people believe, they think that when we talk about food deserts, places where people don't have access to fresh uh, food, fresh uh-huh. vegetables, fresh fruit, a lot of times that they think that's an inner city market. Uh, right now here in, the, in our tri-state area, a lot of our food deserts are small rural communities where they used to have a neighborhood grocery store yeah. uh, and that neighborhood mm-hmm. grocery store went out of business. And our goal is to make sure that in those communities, you can buy fresh food, fresh fruits, vegetables at reasonable prices that everyone can afford. That's so true, because I remember just where I grew up on the top of Highway 71 on the way to Norwalk, there used to be a Schwartz's grocery store. So if you were up on the ridge, that was like a really quick a quick trip <laughs> to buy stuff. But that, that's been gone for years. That's a great point that you think it's a, the inner city, but it, it's not. Um, I'm always focused on the milk and butter, but you've also got potatoes eggs? What, what else? The last couple of years, we've also gone into uh, selling fresh meat, which has been a, a huge, important program for us. And we know that's the one area that we're not completely vertically integrated. We, we don't have our own butcher shop. Uh, we don't raise our own beef. We, we get that from an outside supplier. But for us, it's important because if somebody stops by and they pick up the hamburgers, they're also going to pick up the hamburger buns. And the buns are something that we do make. So uh, that's an important sell for us. Right. That makes sense. And where do your potatoes come from? A lot of our potatoes and onions come from the Stevens Point area here in Wisconsin. Right. Cool. So we've covered the buttermilk. You're going into beef, which I love. And the fresh fruit, the bakery, which is all amazing. You're one a single business that owns like 700 stores. That's correct. Yeah, we're all owned by Quick Trip. There's no franchisees at all. We're family owned. Family here in La Crosse. The last name is Eatlow. Mm-hmm. They've owned us, sole owners, for almost uh, 20 years now. They're extremely generous with us. We've often said we don't want to simply remain a privately owned company. We want to remain privately owned by the Zietlow family uh, because there's a difference. Mm-hmm. They share yes. 40% of all the pre-tax profits with all the coworkers. So every single coworker, full-time, part-time, doesn't matter, uh, shares in the profits. So last year, all of us got a 10% cash bonus, and all of us got uh, over 4% in our 401k, even if we didn't put a dime into it. So they're extremely generous with all of us. Uh, and because of that, with our 28,000 coworkers, we have a very low turnover for our industry. Right. I can see why. You have your own, you have your own kind of gas or a special gas. We have 31 different fuel terminals that we draw fuel from. What distinguishes quick trip fuel is it's considered top tier fuel. And what that means is we actually pay extra at the terminal for an additional uh, cleansing additive. So it keeps your fuel injectors, your engine parts cleaner. Uh, It's an extra cost to us uh, that we absorb, but it's a high quality fuel. And it also means that we can guarantee our fuel that if a consumer ever has an engine-related problem related to fuel, all they have to do is contact us and we'll make it right. We guarantee that that fuel should never cause a problem in your car. Now, I love this, the 2002 switch over to the, um, what do you call your model? It's like the opposite of the insult pricing. Do you know what motivated that? I love it. Yeah, well, when, back in 2002, our CEO and owner, Don Zietlow, realized that our primary two sources of income back then were tobacco sales and fuel sales. Those were the traditional sources of income for a convenience store. Well, we knew what was happening with tobacco sales. That declines every year. Secondly, we don't have a lot of control over fuel pricing. That's dictated by our suppliers. 
And so we didn't want to hang our hat on those two sources of income, realizing that we needed a more important revenue stream, something that we could depend on, and also something that we could control ourselves. And thirdly, make a contribution to our world, to our communities. And so that's when we realized that being a food destination for commodities, fresh fruit, vegetables, uh, grab-and-go sandwiches that were good for you, that would be our niche. I love that one. That's great. I love the coworker profit sharing. That almost sounds a little bit like a cooperative in and of itself. Your coworkers are coworkers. You're not owners, but you are sharing in the returns of the fruits of your labor. How long has Quick Trip had that? That started back in 1989. The owners realized wow. that if uh, anyone was treated like an owner themselves, they share in the profits, that would drive the quality of our customer service, our loyalty as coworkers. We're the only company in the entire United States that shares 40% of its pre-tax profits with all of its coworkers. And there's not another company that does that with everybody. Now people say, well, geez, that sounds like the owners are still getting 60%. Actually not true. 27.5% of our profits go to Uncle Sam to pay tax. We're considered an S-corp, not a C-corp. So we didn't get the tax breaks that a lot of companies did the last couple of years. Another 27.5% right. of our profits go for capital expenditures to build all the new stores. Uh, we build between 40 uh -huh. to 50 new stores a year. Uh, and that means that the family that owns us, all four generations in total, take less than 5% of all the profits. So when you shop wow. at your local Quick Trip, uh, you wonder, well, where, where does the profit go? Well, it goes to your neighbor who's working the cash register or to your neighbor who's mm -hmm. working the kitchen. The profits go mm -hmm. to the coworkers, and that's important for us. Love it. It's so funny how this is fitting in with my podcast, Cooperatives in General, and then I'm going to interview specific co cooperatives, and I'm calling it the Wisconsin model. And I didn't realize that Quick Trip was going to fit right into that story. I love it. Those were all the, I think those are all the questions I had for you. Or anything else about Quick Trip? Because you've just told me a couple of really extraordinary things about it, like just the generosity of its profit sharing. And I only recently knew how, how incredibly fresh all of your products are. Anything else about what Quick, Quick Trip does or believes in that I haven't asked you about that's important? Yeah, I think the other thing we pride ourselves on Quick Trip is the fact that we have such a loyalty among our 28,000 coworkers. We have very low turnover uh, in our industry. And secondly, we're listed as one of the best places to work in the state of Wisconsin in the last 10 years. Uh, a lot of times we've been uh, listed as the best place to work. Uh, we're always in the top five every single year. Uh, and that's a result of our coworkers just taking a survey saying, this is a great place to work. And that's important because a lot of times people think, geez, I, I'm not so sure I want to go work at a gas station or a convenience store. But here in Wisconsin mm -hmm. with Quick Trips, we're considered one of the best places to work. You're also very generous with the community, too, because you are local. You just know what's going on if people come to you. It sounds like you are very generous with philanthropy as well. Yeah, we try to support our local communities as much as possible. Contrary to a lot of other companies, we don't broadcast that. Uh, you won't ever see us do a press release saying this is what we gave. We believe that we should give back to our communities just because it's the right thing to do, uh, not because mm -hmm. it creates uh, public relations for us or goodwill, uh, because we're part of the communities we give back. Now, uh, having said that, we also have to be cognizant of the fact that when we give that money back to charities or different groups, that's part of our coworkers' money that we're giving away. It's their profits that we're sharing. Right. So uh, we actually have a committee uh, comprised of many of our coworkers who help decide where that money goes. So that's not simply a decision made by corporate. That's a team of people uh, representing the entire company and say, yeah, this is an important cause. This is part of my profit sharing money that's going to this cause. I believe in it. Let's donate it. Right. Okay. So you don't have like parameters of what you're looking at. It's just um, people 
make appeals to you. And then you've got a committee that um, makes decisions. Exactly. That's really cool. Yeah. And, and now I just want to have you run down again, what all is on your campus? I mean, what, what do you call the bottle making plant? A blow mold facility. It takes a little uh, plastic pellets and expands them into that container that you know is a milk container. Uh, and it's cooled almost instantly uh, as soon as it's made. And as soon as it's cool enough to receive fresh milk, uh, the milk is put in and the bottle is put on and out to the store it goes. Love it. And then, and then you got the bakery and you've got the what, creamery. No, what, what do you call it? The, the, commissary, the, the uh, commissary, which is our kitchens that makes all of our uh, salads, sandwiches, the pizzas. One of our new initiatives that hasn't hit all of our stores yet, only about 40 stores, is something called take-home meals, where um, it's a meal yeah. ready to go uh, for the consumer. And what we're finding is that just a lot of our consumers uh, no longer cook or they don't know how to cook, but they have meals that they need for their family and they want to make sure that those meals are fresh. Uh, and what we used to know as, as mom's cooking. So we have a whole new product line coming out of, of things from uh, fettuccine Alfredo to chicken to um, anything you can imagine that would be a take-home meal from from your mom uh, is now available at a quick trip store. I love it. And then the dairy, that is where? Uh, that's also in La Crosse, uh, our dairy facility here in La Crosse. No, it's uh, the place where we process all of our milk. We also uh, produce our, our own orange juice. We get concentrate. We make it into the orange juice that the consumer drinks. We also have, as part of that facility, our ice cream plant. Um, we make our own ice cream here right. at, at Quick Trip. And frankly, what we do is we just take the cream off the top. When, when the milk comes in from the farm, take the cream off the top. That gets made into uh, ice cream. And it's some of the best ice cream on the planet. Uh-oh. <laughs> I haven't really explored that. Could be trouble. Uh, do, do, um, do, you, do you like coffee at all, Kate? I, I, I'm like so into coffee. Okay. Well, when you, when you come back home, it's a limited time offering. So I mean, hopefully they still have in the store. If there's something called uh Caruba gold cappuccino ice cream, uh, and it's a takeoff oh, on, we have our own uh, signature uh, coffee program, a high-end coffee program uh, called uh, Caruba gold. Well, they took that flavoring and they put it into ice cream and it's phenomenal. That's uh, when I, I lived in Italy for four years and my favorite was uh, gelato that was coffee flavored. Uh, this is as good as any coffee gelato I've ever had in Rome. It's to die for. Well, You'll have to try it when you come back home. Now, how did you get from Italy to quick trip in Wisconsin? Was that, I mean, was your Italy experience also food related or totally something different? Totally something different. My two degrees in undergrad and graduate are in theology. You're kidding. No. I'm doing a book about religion. I might have to talk to you different time. Yeah, it wasn't a transition right from Italy to, I, uh, when I finished graduate studies, I moved to La Crosse in 93 and I actually taught religion at Aquinas High School for 10 years. And then, oh. then uh, at one point in time, I got contacted through a mutual friend uh, from Don Zitlow wanting to know if I wanted to come and work at Quick Trip in our training department and do some adult education there. And I told, right. him, I told him I would give him one year uh, and I was here all three months and so I'm never leaving. It's such a good place to work. So uh, back then, I, 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 I started in uh, 2004. Back then, we didn't even have a public relations department. A few years later, Don asked me to start that as well. So, Yeah. Great stuff. How does the milk get from the farm to to your dairy? Well, a lot of our milk is transported by Caledonia haulers. Um, you'll see their, okay. their big semis uh, on the road throughout Wisconsin. Uh, a lot of that milk is, is distributed uh, from the co-op or the farm uh, to us through Caledonia haulers. 
Well, John, those are all my, unless there's anything else you wanted to add. No, I, if that's helpful for you, yeah, that's probably way more information than you needed. Oh, no, I'm running all of this because I don't know how many people realize how fresh everything is. We, and... would, be, we would be the most vertically integrated convenience store chain in the nation. Uh, right. Consistently, we're ranked as the, the best convenience store chain in, in the nation, even though we're only own regional, only in three states. I know, but you're such an institution. Well, John, thank you once again for the time. Also, thank you for the $1.99 butter <laughs> and the fresh eggs. And I'm gonna, I'm looking forward to trying some of your pre-made, some of your mom's home cooking meals. Perfect. Too. So, okay, great. Thanks so much. I really okay. appreciate it. Take care. This has been another by the Seat of My Pants production. Theme music by Peter Danilovic.